Welcome to the Self-Help Coaching Podcast, where insights, attitudes, and methods for success get illuminated. Learn what leaders and change workers have done and are doing now to create magnificent futures. We interview great guests who inspire you to overcome obstacles and achieve your goals. Be sure you visit our website at self-helpcoaching.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now, just relax as you listen. You can do something else, but be ready to make an important note. And let's get started. The title of this interview is Transfigure Festivities, Hypnosis Events for the Unconscious Mind. Now, there's a lot of new things going on in the industry, and we'll share those things with our listeners and viewers. And some of those things will be the transition to life coaching in the virtual world, and fun ways to approach change work through hypnosis, among other things. And we really have a special guest here. And you know, she she's uh, she's probably the youngest. No, she definitely is the youngest guest I've had. Uh, and generally, I like to have lots of experience and you know, and and the expertise that come from that. Not that she's not an expert. Maybe she is. Maybe she isn't. But she's definitely impressed me, and that's why she's here. Uh, she has a wonderful innovation that really blew me away and and i was like well i don't, I don't care that you, you you're the youngest person you are going to be on my podcast young lady i said that respectfully but i commanded her and she listened no i'm kidding i'm <laughs> kidding <laughs> uh, but let me uh, tell you about lily now lily masco is a franco-american clinical hypnotist and the founder of transfigure that's spelled t-r-a-n-c-e-f-i-g-u-r-e she is based in New York City, like me, and is a recognized member of the International Association of Counselors and Therapists. By the way, I was also in that, that group, that great group, uh, but you know, I went into a, a technical coaching, technological coaching, and I didn't need to be in that group anymore. Not that I wouldn't be, but you've got to really have you know, keep up your continuing education with a group like that, because they really have a high quality, a high standard. Uh, so so uh, that's a that's a high standard group. So that says a lot right there. Uh, she is certified in integrative hypnosis and coaching the unconscious mind through the Center for Integrative Hypnosis by Melissa, Melissa Tears. By the way, so am I. So you know we got you know we got a lot in common here. This, you know, I'm not saying incest, but we got a lot of common common. Now Melissa Tears, I don't know if she loves me or hates me. Probably hates me. I'm not sure. But either one, I'm very happy to get. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, maybe um, maybe she's. I don't know lost. either. I have no idea how she probably, feels about. She's so. Probably forgotten <laughs> me, and this is just my way to get attention. <laughs> no, Melissa is awesome. She truly is. Uh, she possesses Melissa uh, Lily, uh, not Melissa Lily. <laughs> Lily possesses an array of certifications in hypnotherapy, neuroplasticity, and weight management, along with a degree in communication, minoring, and psychology at Marist College. Lily's approach to hypnosis combines a primarily Ericksonian style with various cognitive and behavioral therapeutic modalities. This comprehensive model, uh, model includes conversational trance work, neuroplasticity and neurolinguistic programming. Lily Masco rewires the brain by dismantling and replacing habituated patterns of behavior or thought with new and improved ones. That's what I'm talking about. 
Lily teaches clients self-hypnosis so they're able to reap the benefits of this practice long after sessions have concluded. This knowledge can then be helpful in dealing with a plethora of other issues or desired changes. And she's here totally of her own accord as an <laughs> independent, uh, autonomous woman. Lily Masco, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Yes, to be clear for the record, I have not been hypnotized into coming here. I am here on accord. Very no one good. has asked me. I am free. <laughs> so just making that disclaimer. <laughs> Thank you for that introduction. That you know, very I, I don't apologize for making the suggestion, but uh, <laughs> it's kind of stuff that I do, actually. <laughs> I, I know, uh, and you know, one of my favorite things to do long before I became a, a nilper or a coach is, is double entendres. You know, so the only thing better, better than a double entendre is a triple entendre. The only thing better than a triple entendre is a quadruple entendre. I love infinity and, and call it a Canadian Tondras. Oh boy, man, if you could do that, you would be a god to me. <laughs> uh, I love language and, you know, well, I'm a nilper and I, I, I don't know if you're certified in NLP, but certainly you have these certifications in, in hypnosis. Hypnosis and NLP have a huge overlap. Uh, NLP is, is not, I mean, NLP is not based in hypnosis, but there's so much that influences, uh, influences uh, it. Uh, and it's just incredible. Now, when I worked as a life coach, I rarely, I didn't use hypnosis. I sometimes used a light trance and put some, some people in a light trance when I thought it was, I should have. But many of the guests I've had were hypnotists on, the, on this podcast because hypnosis is just so remarkable and it, it is so effective. I mean, most, some people don't find it effective, but mo many or even most do. Uh, and you're going to tell me about that because you're the hypnotist, not me. First of all, you know, let's 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 you know let's talk about the the thing that you do that really sets you apart, you know, and which is really why you're here because I mean what you do is really wonderful. So how you know? So I want you to talk about it, but I'll set the I'll set it first. How did you come up with the idea to host online hypnosis events? Well, um, I was certainly influenced by the pandemic, of course. So at that point, any kind of socializing was done over Zoom or FaceTime or whatever other video chat that could be used. And uh, so it had already become normalized at that point a little bit. And I, um, at that point, the pandemic had just lasted a lot longer than anyone had expected. And the holidays were starting to come up and... It was pretty sad and uh, Halloween was one of the first holidays to come up in fall and I really love Halloween so it was really sad for me to not be able to do anything and so I was looking for uh, something to do not just for myself but I was also hoping to cheer up some of the people in my life who were feeling similarly and I had reached a point where I was um, starting to launch my business Transfigure and so it just kind of came to me to do a hypnosis event that was in the spirit of Halloween and to coincide that with Transfigure's launch party, I suppose. 
And so it just worked out. And I, I honestly hadn't really thought that it would become a thing after that one event, but I had such great feedback from it. And people were asking when the next event was going to be. Well, and let, let, me, let, me, let me interrupt you for a moment, Lily. Sure. Uh, tell our viewers, what is it that you do? Tell about the, these events, because this is the thing. You know, I, I, I'd rather you guys say it than, than me. Uh, but when <laughs> I heard about it, I was like, what? This is awesome. So hit it, Lily. So basically, I um, use existing hypnotic metaphors as inspiration and kind of just uh, get to what's at the bottom of them and what makes them so effective in change work. And pulling from those roots, I will then create my own twist or my own metaphor entirely to have it reflect a certain theme of an event that I'm hosting so when so the first one as I mentioned was Halloween so basically just how can I create this in a um through the lens of celebrating Halloween while still having all of the change work that is underlying in all of these existing hypnotic metaphors so whether it's bringing up resources or um just giving you that resourceful state to identify with or whether it's um, seeing yourself having made a change in the future. There are so many different versions. So uh, just seeing how I can make that thematic. And um, so so that's been really fun for me. And it, I basically just make any event that comes to, uh, to mind as um, something that's inspiring to me. So right. if I... So you can make an event and then through hypnosis, you can have that, have the person or a group of people experience their event however they want to experience it, but you set the tone, you paint the picture, and then you let them fill in all the blanks and the spots. So you, you guide them. It's like, a, it's like a guided meditation, but it's much more experiential, right? Because you, you really allow them to do that. And uh, the difference guided meditation also is that this has a very clear purpose at the end. So I do have people focus on a certain thing that they want to work on, uh, going into this so that the change work is still very real underneath it all. Uh, so it should be enjoyable in the same way that a guided meditation would be, but it should have uh, different effects coming out of it. Now, when I first heard about this, I was I thought it was fantastic. But what, the, the, what I thought of was the movie Total Recall, which in, now I'm a lot older than you, so let me tell you about Total Recall. The original movie was, was great, kind of corny, a little kind of dated if you watch it. The remake was pretty good, actually. But it's just, nonetheless, uh, it's about, uh, well, it's, it's a spy. It's like a, you know, a thriller. But the premise is that's in the future, and, and uh, you can go on a vacation in your mind without leaving, you know, your workaday life. Uh, so you go to a recall, and they, they, you know, they put you in this device which puts these uh, these uh, memories, false memories, into your brain, and you think that you went on vacation. Then, then there was much more intrigue, you know, this whole. You know, you know, good versus evil thing. Uh, uh, I was like, "Wow, is Lily doing that? Are you? Can you put someone on vacation on a vacation that they've never been on? Can you do something like that?" Um, I I have yes. Uh, so I do. I'm a big fan of vacations and traveling. So I personally will do that often in my own uh, personal uh, self hypnosis. 
But yes, I do bring people on vacations, either uh, reconnecting with moments they've experienced in the past. So maybe that's a powerful moment with nature, or maybe even just allowing them to go somewhere that they've always dreamt of going. And maybe this year wasn't the year to go. So um, just allowing that kind of braincation in their mind. And um, that's certainly something that I keep in mind with um the events that I create and uh, uh, listeners and viewers think about how great that is now you know if you don't have the time nor the money to go on vacation you can contact Lily and go (laughs) on a little uh I'm not going to call it mini vacation you know it's like a pseudo vacation you know let me be frank but (laughs) a vacation nonetheless you gotta remember you gotta understand about the human mind no we uh, as conscious people know the difference between make-believe and reality but the mind does not (laughs) the mind does not the brain does not it doesn't know the difference okay so when you if your brain thinks you went on vacation through hypnosis or you actually went on vacation guess what you've been on vacation (laughs) all right and you'll know what you didn't actually travel your mind still has some idea of what's real and what's not but you will still get the benefits of just whether it's relaxing or just, you know, whatever it is that you're trying to get out of this vacation, you can still, uh, yeah. Get. I mean, they'll tell you, they'll tell you things that, uh, 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 a patient or a client, I should say a client, uh, will tell you, you know, Lily, I, I want, I want these things in my vacation and you would undoubtedly <laughs> incorporate them. Uh, I want to go on vacation. I want to be a, Super spy 007. Can you put me on a spy vacation? Oh, Lily. Uh, well, I usually don't even, um, I usually I'll just be vague about it and let the person in their mind choose in that moment. So they don't even really need to tell me what uh, they, they want to do. And uh, usually vacation is just something that I'll include as part of an event or that I'll sneak into a nice trance that is still uh, relates to actual change work. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's a fun little thing. And I, uh, now could you, could you also guide them in, in you know, in an adventure that, you know, that's, that's deliberate. Yes. And it, it's interesting actually, because when I work one-on-one with clients, I'm actually very careful of not influencing their trances with right. specific descriptors or any personal associations of mine that I'm trying to project on them in any ways. Uh, so it's, it's, actually really fun for me to do these events because I feel like I'm breaking the rules of hypnosis a bit because I'm doing the exact opposite of that. I'm including very specific thematic descriptors and trying to paint this picture in their minds while also leaving it vague enough that they can, for example, create their own favorite type of Halloween celebration. And so I'm not exactly telling them like, oh, why don't you go carve some pumpkins or whatever it is they want to do. That's up to them. So I'm still influencing it in a way while also trying to stay as vague as possible and that can be a a bit tough to navigate sometimes but I do um, have a very different approach in my private practice so that's why it's a little fun for me to come up with these events and just do my own thing. Now just to back up for a moment so you take someone on this hypnotic journey right for whether it's you know where the purpose is fun or recreation all right but you also work in change work there as well? Absolutely. So what's inspiring all of this is existing metaphors for change work. So sometimes I'll go 
I'll just do a little tweak to it to make it thematic. Sometimes I'll just create something from scratch. It really depends on what is the, um, what's inspiring me. So, um, and of course I'm influenced by my events uh, background as well in my work experience. So I do um, like to bring events to life. So in a way I'm bringing those events into someone's brain instead, <laughs> but um yeah, it's just really fun to 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 break those rules a little bit and to, got, to see how far I can push it. And it's gotta be fun. For, it's gotta be it's fun for them, fun for you. It's awesome. We had a win win. Great stuff. Okay, let's take a quick moment to hear from our sponsor, and we'll be right back with Lily Masco. This episode of Self Help Coaching is brought to you by Perfizio. What if there was a self improvement program truly personalized to you, that knew and cared for you deeply? that whatever was going on in your life adapted for you perpetually. Visit www.perphysio.io. That's P-E-R-F-I-C-I-O.io, where you can start a program that will always suit you, considering all the pressures and nuances of your life. Okay, you're listening to the Self-Help Coaching Podcast with Lily Masco, and she's telling us about what she does and now she, i'm going to ask her if she can list examples of the event themes that she's already covered right so i already mentioned the first one which was halloween let me see if i can remember them all um so i did a christmas kwanzaa um i did <laughs> um a new year's one i did a valentine's day event as well as a a New Orleans themed Mardi Gras event, like a masquerade, transgrade ball or something like that. So the, right there can be something a, a person hasn't done. You know, mm -hmm. if they've ever been to New Orleans or Mardi Gras, they can have experienced it in their, in their own mind uh, without ever setting foot in, having ever set foot in Louisiana. Exactly. And uh, I think it is a little more fun for people who can visualize it more vividly and who have been there. But for others who haven't, a lot of people have either seen it in Hollywood or some other uh, version of it in photos. And so I do try to um, prime them a little bit in, in that situation right. where what I do is include different types of photos and things like that when I'm promoting the event or when I'm sending the email out with the Zoom link and all that so that they can still have some readily accessible visuals to things that I might be referring to in the event so that when I include certain descriptors, those images do come to mind quite easily. And they're not just there trying to, to figure out what it is I'm trying to um, insert into their minds. <laughs> Um, so, so yeah, so that's fun. And then that was probably the, the event that was the trickiest in that regard, because it was a little bit like traveling to a very specific place. Um, whereas the other ones were a little bit more vague. Uh, and I also did an Earth Day event. And uh, just recently, which you attended was uh, my trust fall event, which was basically to just say a proper goodbye to summer and a welcoming to fall. Um, I, I found it a little too pagan. I'm only kidding. I'm only <laughs> kidding. I'm only, I love That's paganism, frankly. <laughs> what was that? Sorry. That's a compliment to me. I, I, I love paganism. I, I mean, paganism is great. I'm, listen, I'm a tree hugger, tree hugger. I love nature. 
nature is is divine if you don't understand <laughs> that you don't understand nature <laughs> so and that was great event great experience well done well done that was very cool you know more nature oriented as well as earth day for example versus some of the other ones so um they're all going to have some different elements that are brought in and they're going to look a little different from one another would you ever consider taking someone on a vacation on you know a hypnotic vacation like say uh, and you have the whole thing do the whole thing like from going to the airport uh and then having them on a plane and then having the plane lose control and and, and make it look like it was going to crash but then not crash all right and then you know, and really like surprise them and get their heart racing. Um, that sounds terrible. And <laughs> I actually never do that. <laughs> um, in fact, if I were to bring them on any kind of braincation, I think one of the best parts of doing it in your mind is being able to skip all the actual traveling part and just get there. So um, that is the exact part I would not include in any um hypnotic vacations so i don't know that i'll be consulting you in any events i'm trying to win. you'll be consulting you'll be consulting. <laughs> <laughs> okay very good so tell, tell us a bit more about what to uh, expect from your hypnosis events you know in the future you know, or even walk us through an event sure um so again they all have uh, a little bit of a, a different vibe but uh usually it's just I, you know, um, will walk them through a hypnotic induction. So that's going to change every time as to what induction I use. And then I might include a bit of a hypnotic deepener just to help anyone who uh, might not be as comfortable going into hypnosis as easily. So I do have a range of people who attend my events. Some are already professional hypnotists and can go into trance extremely easily some people are experiencing hypnosis for the first time so it's um a nice range of people so i i will do my best to um keep that into consideration and, and help them all reach a nice um depth of trance and then afterwards i just walk them through a series of different hypnotic metaphors uh that are in tune with the theme of the event so uh, it's usually at the very least, three different ones, um, sometimes five. It, it depends on how long they are. It depends on how inspired I am by the event and how many different ideas I'm trying to squeeze in. Uh, usually the events are roughly half an hour. Um, I started with an hour and I feel like some people have a harder time staying still in trance for that long. So I've, I've cut down the events a little bit just to um, make sure that everyone's comfortable with the amount of time that, that they're in that. And uh, some people choose to keep their videos on. Some people take them off so they can just, you know, if anything, just fall asleep in bed. I've certainly had to, a couple of people fall asleep here and there just from being so deep in trance and so relaxed that they just decided to turn it into a nap. But, um, do you, you know, in, you know, I'm not that I'm caught up on this, but it's, to me, it's interesting. Do you ever surprise people in, in your hypnosis or is everything sort of matter of fact? What do you mean by surprise? Well, yeah, like, I mean, they, I mean the outfit, like, well, not necessarily scare, uh, but you know, <laughs> they, they. I mean, of course, hip, hypnosis is a very relaxing experience, right? And is that I think that's the essence of hypnosis is getting someone really relaxed so that they can accept things more readily. If I'm not mistaken, do you agree with that? Um, being, I, I think that. Uh, 
the definition of hypnosis is a little vague. And so we, because we're in and out of hypnosis throughout the day, um, I think that not all states of hypnosis necessarily um, have to be linked with relaxation. But I think that when you do a formal trance and a formal hypnotic induction and, and do it the more traditional way, that relaxation is generally a massive part of that. Um, absolutely. But you're not discounting surprising people though, right? Um, I'm still trying to understand what you mean. I like surprises. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Surprises are fun. Um, <laughs> Good surprises. I, so I may, I mean, really everything's a surprise, right? Because these people don't know what they're actually getting themselves into, right? So um, <laughs> I mean, that in the best possible way. Um, but yeah, they, they don't really know what to expect. So the whole thing is going to be a, a surprise. Uh, and I might hint to it in um, the preparation of the event just to, to make sure that everyone's comfortable with uh, where we're going. But uh, yeah, it, it's everything about it is a surprise. And I also don't know what's popping up in people's minds. So it's a surprise to me as well. And uh, it's always fun for me to hear after the events what people experienced, what they visualized. And um, I'm always surprised by their answers as well. So um, there, there's, I mean, the whole thing is based off of surprise as to whether I actually will, you know, go like surprise or anything like that. Uh, not exactly. I try to leave them in their trances, um, even though sometimes it's hard not to make little jokes and, and that'll maybe bring someone out of a trance. So I've been trying to not do it. Right. I mean, that, that's, that's why I would be a rotten hypnotist because I couldn't <laughs> resist the jokes. I mean, you know, nobody... <laughs> in hypnosis so i don't um i don't mind it too much but. <laughs> very good okay let's take another quick break uh to hear from our sponsor and we'll be right back with lily masco this episode of self-help coaching is brought to you by perficio what are the secrets to wealth benjamin franklin taught them but people are ignorant or just forget what if you make sure neither afflicts you visit www.perficio.io that's p-e-r F-I-C-I-O dot I-O, where you can actually become certain you're on your way to wealth. You're listening to the Self-Help Coaching Podcast with me, your host, Tony Petroza. I'm with my wonderful guest, Lily Masco. She's talking about her really cool online hypnosis events and being surprised or not being surprised, etc. <laughs> now I'll, I'll ask my next question. Now, Lily, is there any way to experience or access any of these events if you can't attend an event in real time? Absolutely. So it's always great to attend it in real time, of course, to be part of the full experience. But uh, I always, for each event, uh, offer private groups. So if the time that I offer doesn't work, um, then they can just reach out to me and either do that event as a one-on-one -on -one session or get a small group together of friends or family or colleagues and I'll do that privately with them so that can be arranged. I am also currently on working uh, currently working on um, turning these into recordings that then can be sold so that people can listen to them at any time of the year even if it's meant to be for Halloween. So never a, a bad time to experience a little holiday cheer <laughs> now, i love uh, you i mean you 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 work with, with clients one-on-one -on -one, but you really this what, a lot of what we most of what you've been describing has, has been a, a group event or a group coaching yes. right? so, so events are for groups 
generally. But again, I, I have done them one-on-one -on -one and, and in small private groups as well. Now, when I created Proficio, the virtual self, uh, virtual coach, uh, you know, it's, well, well it's, so, it's really it's self-help coaching, more precisely. But anyway, uh, well, self-help coaching, but I also saw that it was necessary to have a group element involved because there, there are dynamics and we are in, in the group that you just, you're not going to get, you know, with just the self. And so we have a group interactive, interactive space or for people to get into the, the, that social dynamics and there are, no, there are a number at play. Uh, now, when you, do you, do you uh, tap, are there dynamics of the collective or, or you know, or the, or the social elements that, that you, that are at play with these group sessions versus, you know, versus just a one-on-one -on -one session with you? Absolutely, because, you know, what actually originated all, what basically was at the root of all this was just wanting to have a Halloween party in a way. So You, I, can, I you can't have a party by yourself. I don't know, like you're like into drugs, maybe. Uh, <laughs> you need a couple of people. I always have a party, no matter who's around or if no one's around. But I think it's a little more fun if there's a group. And so it has more of a feel of just a fun event to do and um, sure, it has all these mental health benefits, but um, that's not even what I'm necessarily highlighting for these events. It's really just for a fun thing to do and um, a nice way to relax and in these times to stay safe, you know. So, um, yeah, I definitely would encourage people to try and make the actual events because it has that whole feel and I get a little into it. So I'll maybe dress up or <laughs> encourage others to um, and it just contributes to the overall um, experience. So, so I definitely recommend trying to do it in the way that it's meant to be done, which is in a larger group. Like I said earlier, when I, when I first, you know, was intrigued, when I was intrigued by you was, was that the innovation of this, you know, and, and that to me, that's so important, you know, things to be innovative or even better revolutionary. What I, what I do with, with Proficio is revolutionary. I think I'm not sure if what you do is revolutionary or not, because I think you may be piggybacking, but certainly very innovative. Uh, of course, being influenced by all sorts of other hypnotists and, and practitioners. So I, I certainly can't take all the credit for this. But it, it's all building and all accumulating. You know, uh, you, you know, you're standing on shoulders uh, you know, of, of giants. Uh, but I, I really, I really, you know, and this, you're the expert and you, this is your field, but I really see that you you just I, the way I see I see it now, and you know, I'm, you know I I have uh, some experience is that you're you're gonna really go much further with this. I see you doing like vacations and people where people have an itinerary, you know, no matter what how outlandish may be, may, but it'll be subjective. But you're gonna be able to accommodate them, uh, and then work and change work too, so they can come out, you know, you know, as a better person or a person that with less issues at least, <laughs> right. <laughs> Right, because because I, I I the way I see it is why not? Why wouldn't you? Because that would seems to me I would I would want to pay money for something like that. You know, I'm like, oh, where do I you know where do I sign up? I mean, what you do is already very cool, but that's that I think I see that as like you know 2.0 or 3.0. What do you think about that? Am I, am I am I too? Am I still on crack? No. Well, I can't answer whether you're still on crack or not. That's gonna that's gonna have to come from you, but. Um, absolutely. I mean, I definitely want to expand on, on these events and really just go about it in whatever um, finds me and um, just inspires me.
But uh, yeah, hypnotic vacations and, and events, all that stuff are things that I would like to do in person and um, maybe collaborate with other types of practitioners and uh, really take it to another level. I mean, it's um, right now I'm really mostly focusing on online because of the pandemic and also because um, my clientele is very international. So I do have people that attend these events from all over. So it's nice to um, be able to give access to, to everyone. But I absolutely would love to continue doing that. And I already incorporate these into my own one-on-one sessions with people. I'll sometimes do, you know, um, not just vacations, but like time traveling experiences or um, different types of dance celebrations throughout time and and space. And um, so, so I definitely play around with that a lot already. Um, but yeah, it could be fun to do some, some more itinerary based, but I like the idea of guiding it in a way where the person can choose their own specific destination. And I just facilitate that. So, uh, almost like a mystery destination or something, (laughs) but absolutely. You're definitely, um, predicting what's, what's been on my mind a little already. Very good. Very good. I mean, you're mine. So, but you know, even no matter how innovative you go, already this innovation, this basic innovation of digital technology, which is incredible. I'm in on it, you're in on it. And we're really in this, we're in this field and we're both in our, you know, of change work, you know, and coaching and hypnosis, uh, you know, that's based on, well, not based on digital technology, but we certainly, uh, you know, because we don't need, I mean, well, you know, I was a life coach and that was, you know, that was no digital technology. Now I'm all about, you know, my company is, is, you know, my, 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 my technical director, he says that we're, we have of my company, he says we're a technological company. I'm like, uh, no, we're not because I don't know crap about technology. I'm a coach. So I created a coaching, I created a, a revolutionary coaching uh, program. And, and now it's, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's we're looking to, we're going to launch soon. It's been one delay after another, but it's, it's re- certainly it's revolutionary, but it's because of digital technology. We're able to do it. You take a person through now, you, you know just experience using digital technology and that this it was and it was all inevitable of course we got the pandemic which you just mentioned which just expedited it for me it, it's, it's really irrelevant to the success of my business but do you what about you do you do you think it it's going to you know you'll you'll do better in terms of uh you know uh which we know with revenues and cut and more clients because of the pandemic or do you think it's all you know matter of fact you know this is it doesn't matter to you as a as a business person um i think that some people do prefer uh doing sessions in person but i i think that there's actually something um really great about doing it online and um, of course there are going to be pros and cons to both but I have a a bit of a preference online because I think that uh, for one a lot of people have a lot of misconceptions about hypnosis and can find it a little intimidating so I think being in the safety of their own space uh, already just allows them to let their guard down a little bit also I think that creating change work in the environment that you're going to need that change work to occur in is preferable to 
doing it in a different environment where it's like, oh, I can relax very easily in your office that has, you know, the, the nice lighting and the comfortable chair and is away from everything. But then whenever I try to go home and do it myself, I just have a harder time. So I think that if I'm already um, creating those experiences for them in their own space, then it's a little easier to evaluate um, the change work when it continues in their space. And um, of course there's gonna be issues sometimes with if the internet connection's bad or, or whatever, but um, I, I do like the, the fact that it's online. I think again, that it opens up uh, my clientele internationally. So I'm not just limited to wherever I'm located and can help people all over. Um, and it also allows me to be able to travel. So <laughs> um, I'm cool. not gonna um, be upset about that. I, I, I really actually enjoy doing this online. And uh, ultimately throughout a good portion of my sessions, people have their eyes closed and are just in any comfortable place that they are. So um, it doesn't really matter where they are, whether they're in my office or somewhere else because their eyes are closed and they're really just in their imagination. So yeah, and that's actually going back to your um, question before about whether it's better to attend the group event or the private event. Ultimately, it is a private experience, whether you're attending it as one of many um, people in the group or on your own, at the end of the day, you're just going to have your eyes closed for most of it and maybe your camera on or off, but it's gonna be such a personal experience that it's not that influenced by the presence of other people, so. Fantastic. All right, let's take our final break, uh, final commercial break. And we'll come back with the last segment with Lily. This episode of Self-Help Coaching is brought to you by Proficio. Do you like learning by yourself or with others? What if you could do both at the same time? Visit www.proficio.io. That's proficio.io, where you can learn in the environment that suits you as you choose. You're listening to the Self-Help Coaching Podcast with me, your host, Tony Petroza. I'm with Lily Masco. She's wowing me with what she does, which is online hypnosis events uh, for, well, I she really can be done for just about anything. But right now, she's just having parties. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> she, she's, she, when I was kind of, it's, there's her events. She's, she does events. She does uh, special occasions. And it's awesome, fantastic stuff. Now, do you plan on keeping these events ex exclusively online in the future? Uh, in the future, I definitely would like to do a combination. So I, I already mentioned the, the pros of doing it online and allowing people access and, um, and making it easier for people to attend. Uh, but there, it does sound uh, very fun for me to also expand on that. And I think that if I were to do it in person, I'd also want to um, incorporate other elements and um, see who I can collaborate to, to bring it to another level and, and make it more of a, a generalized experience. And um, whether it's just going to be focused on hypnosis or not, I'm not quite sure, but I love the idea of expanding it in person eventually once, um, once that makes more sense in the, the world that we're living in. <laughs> well, I think it's great. It's another great modality of self-development, personal development, and fun. And you're incorporating both. I mean, it's win-win. It's, it's totally, I love it. I mean, you're doing great work. I really appreciate what you're doing. And uh, here's my final question to you. Are there any events you're currently planning? 
Yes, actually. So uh, it is coming to be the one year anniversary of Transfigure's launch party. So the Halloween party. So I'm going to be doing another Halloween event and hopefully make it a yearly thing. Uh, so it's interesting for me to figure out how to um, pay homage to the first event while also keeping things fresh and new because it's the first time that I'm now starting to repeat the events a little bit. So um, it's a new challenge, but it's very exciting. I have a few different ideas in mind that I'm toying around with. So now, is, uh, is, it, is there any truth to the rumor that someone was literally scared to death at last year's event? Ha ha ha. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, listener viewer. I joke. I joke. Everybody's fine. Nobody was afraid. Nobody was even afraid a little bit, right? <laughs> no one was afraid. No one had any traumatic experiences. No one had to deal with any, you know. <laughs> That's great. So, 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 a very so, difficult advantage was to so, how to theme um, something that's not scary, but has all the um fun mystery that halloween provides so that so that was very tricky for me and i pride myself on not having scared anyone to death so let's put an end to those rumors, end to those, rumors those ugly rumors who i don't know where they came from ugly, yeah, where ugly. Did that come from? <laughs> great stuff lily you've been a fantastic guest you know i want to uh read a quote to you this uh someone a very intelligent person of great wisdom once said quote Diving into hypnosis was the game changer I needed to finally gain control of my physical and mental health, end quote. Very great person said that. And you know, you that, per that? <laughs> and you know who that person was? That person was you. You said oh, that. Okay. I yeah. said that? <laughs> yeah. And I, and I love that quote. That's great. You know, I, I got that. You know, this is hypnosis was how I, I i believe what i'm doing with proficio and creating self-help coaching true self-help coaching uh is my fate my purpose my, you know my destiny uh and i got back in you know and getting you know before this i was a life coach you know and and I, even though i got into nlp in the 90s i didn't get certified until about six seven years ago and that and coaching the almost all almost all professional coaches are NLP practitioners these days because it's so freaking effective in coaching. Um, and may, there may be so much hype about it elsewhere, but in coaching, it really works. And so uh, it really changed my life. And I believe I'm going to change the world with, with Perficio because I'm going to transform self-help uh, and based on uh, the things that I did, uh, I'm doing. And what started, what got me back into it? Self-hypnosis. I, so I, uh, I was learning NLP in the 90s from this guy informally. I was doing services for him and a barter, and he was training me. Uh, but then, you know, that lasted for a while. But he sent me some courses, Nightingale Conan courses in the mail. And one, one of them was a self-hypnosis course. I had it for years. And then I started smoking cigarettes again after like eight years without one. I'm like, let me do this thing. And it worked like, you know, like gangbusters. But for me, it worked awesomely. But the guy, I, I did it with a friend. For him, it did not work. But for me, I was like blown away on how effective it was. I, I mean, I, it, it worked my on such a deep level that I was like, wow, I, I'm literally the, the 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 most I've ever been a non-smoker. To use that term, I didn't actually use that term. I because the 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 mind, the brain doesn't understand negation. I don't say non-smoker. I mean, I, I say myself a free person, a free, you know, a spiritual person because those those kinds of people don't smoke. Um, 
in terms of identity. Uh, but it was very extremely effective. And that's, that brought me back, that piqued my interest back into, into NLP. And I just told you everything that happened. So self-hypnosis was the doorway for me. And you, and you just quote self-hypnosis. You talk about how you teach your clients self-hypnosis. So they learn in the session with you. And then you give them tools to carry away with. Uh, what do you, you know, what do you, what have you got to say about this woman? Uh, well, actually, um, I think that most of what I do in my events can also be self-hypnosis. So if, um, you know, I mean, it can sometimes be a little difficult to remember what you just experienced when you come out of trance. Some people mm. will try to relay their experience to me and be like, I actually don't even remember that part. Yeah. Um, but uh, if they do, <laughs> and sometimes I'll recap it at the end just as a, a reminder, uh, most of what I do in my um in my events can be then done as self-hypnosis if uh, the people you know if whoever's attended wants to they can then continue doing that over and over again in their minds and uh, they can maybe choose to make it a little bit less thematic um, than the event was and um, it's going to be a little bit different than having me um, guide them through it but they can certainly do that on their own time and continue any change work that they want to work on and it doesn't have to be the same thing that they brought up during the event it can be something entirely different but uh, usually what these metaphors do um, is help with all all types of change work so it really can be some great tools to uh, refer to in the future as needed and um, that's something that on what in my one-in-one -one sessions in my one-on-one -on -one sessions, I um, absolutely emphasize the importance of and of just continuing that practice on your own outside of sessions and and reinforce. Um, I think and I think reinforcement really some, sometimes can make the, all the difference because you just absolutely is key. So just continuing that self hypnosis is so important, and that's what one of the things that I do keep in mind with these events is I try to. Um, create techniques that are pretty easy to then do on your own. Great stuff, Billy. So uh, we're at the end. Uh, the, would you like to uh, uh, have a final remark or tell my audience how much you hate them or anything like that? <laughs> um, I certainly have no intentions of telling your audience how much I hate them, uh, but uh, I can certainly offer a 20% discount to them. <laughs> um, so maybe, maybe you like them after all. Maybe. Maybe I'll like them after all. Maybe they'll even like me. Who knows? <laughs> uh, that, is, that is very wonderful and generous of you. I really appreciate that. That's great. And I, I suggest, you know, I don't usually like do pitch pitching, but that the, the you viewer or listener take advantage because this is uh, innovative. It's so much, so convenient. And, you know, you can have a vacation without leaving your living room so it's fantastic uh you know or, or halloween party which is the next event uh great 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 stuff lily keep doing what you're doing how does a, a person uh contact you or read about you or, or your social media tell us about that uh so they could just go to my website um which is trans so t-r-a-n-c-e -T hyphen figure f-i-g-u-r-e.com and then once you're on the website, there's all different um, areas where it says contact me. So um, to just reach out to me and let me know that um, they heard about the discount through um, this podcast. Or oh, yeah. Just just mention mention uh, coupon word Tony to get you a 20 percent discount. All right. <laughs> exactly. 
and uh, go ahead and start with the consultation and make sure it's the right fit before moving on with one-on-one -on -one sessions. Otherwise, if they're interested in an event, they can just let me know that as well. Great. So you, you can find her on Facebook. You can fi find her on LinkedIn, Transfigure without the hyphen. Also, Facebook, Transfigure without the hyphen. And on Instagram, Transfigure with an underscore between trans and figure. Or you can just go to the website. Uh, you'll find it. Look for it. You'll find it. <laughs> Billy, you've been fantastic. I, I really appreciate you. You know, great stuff. Uh, and you want to say goodbye? Yes. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> Lovely, lovely. <laughs> Goodbye. So much, Tony, for and, having me. I really appreciate it and uh, appreciate you taking the time to, to talk and uh, find out all these things about my events as well as attending one. So thank you for that. And you're, uh, you're quite welcome, man. You've been a great guest. I really appreciate it. And remember, you. everyone, um, every one of us is responsible for ourselves and we can all use some help. And with that, thank you, Lily. Thank you, viewers and listeners, for being here. See you next time. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to the Self-Help Coaching Podcast, where insights, attitudes, and methods for success get illuminated. Learn what leaders and change workers have done and are doing now to create magnificent futures. Remember to visit our website at self-helpcoaching.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Self-Help Coaching Podcast.